League Legends Fantasy Football. Hello, hello, everybody. It is Tuesday, September 13th, 2022, and you are listening to the League Legends Fantasy Football Podcast. I'm Mad Nerd Mardigan, and I'm joined by my good friend and co-host, Ed Mack. What is happening, brother? How are things? Oh, man, everything's great. How's it going? Going well over here, man. Going well. Uh, we had a pretty, uh, pretty barn burning game last night, huh? Yeah, man. What's going on with Denver? Yeah, I don't know. It was pretty ugly, man. It was pretty ugly. Seahawks seventeen, Broncos sixteen in Seattle. Unreal. Yeah, that's what we expected, right? I, less speechless, to be honest. <laughs> they, I mean, Denver pitches a, a shutout in the second half. And they still can't get it done. Only getting three points. Coach's decision there to kick a 64-yard field goal at the end while have, still having two timeouts and 30 seconds on the clock. Like, fourth down, what did you think about that? I didn't I didn't understand it. I mean, I thought that they were definitely going to, you know, go for it. Um, you know, then they let the clock run down. I was confused. I was confused by the entire thing. You know what I mean? I really was. I was uh, – you know, he's taking a lot of heat for that decision today. As he um, should Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he brought Russell Wilson in, you know, he let him let him do his thing. So, um, yeah, what, I mean, yeah, but the, what what could you possibly say in that moment? You know, 64-yard field goal. Come on, man. Exactly. You spend over $200 million getting Russell Wilson in the building, and then you don't let him take over that situation there at least, you know, get the first down, call the timeout, get better field goal range. You still got another timeout, get closer. You know, so many options. I don't think anybody would even do that in Madden. So to see that was kind of pathetic. The the whole night, um, you know, Russell Wilson ended up with, he was 29 for 42 for 340 yards, one touchdown, 20.8 fantasy points. And the entire night, the offense looked lost. They did. They did. You know, with hearing everything we heard about Denver in camp this year and, you know, how much he was getting to know his receivers and how much work they've been putting in, I expected to see a lot better out of them. Granted, they could have had a big lead if they didn't fumble it twice on the goal line, but still. Yeah, man, a lot of – there was a lot of turnovers out of those those running backs. There was, I think, two from Javante and one from Melvin Gordon, right? Yeah, you hate to see it, but one thing is they're definitely uh, – Javante is the number one. He looked better. They're giving him more work. Melvin still looked good. and So in a positive game script, you know you could play both of those backs, but it is Javante's team at this point. I mean, 11 of 12 receptions. 11 of 12 tar- you know, receptions to targets. Just, I mean, that's nuts. Yeah, right? PPR dream. If he just doesn't fumble and get into the end zone there, that his night is a lot different. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, he he finished up with almost 21 fantasy points. So um, he ended up to be the RB8. So I think if he finds the end zone, um, you know, that 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 could have that could have boosted him up to RB1 territory for sure. If you, you know, good God, I mean, 30 fantasy points coming out the gate. That would have been really, really lovely to see. Hell yeah, man. But still 21, not too bad. Not too bad. I'll take that. But uh, Geno Smith had a pretty decent night, 23 of 28, 195 yards, two touchdowns, six carries, 14 yards. He ended up with 17.2 fantasy points. 
What'd you uh, see out of him last night? Uh, he looked surprisingly good, man. Uh, showed that he can still get it done. He's still the player that he was in college coming out of West Virginia. But nothing I'd entertain on any of my rosters, so. Yeah, I think that uh, if he's going to – I mean, I think that was one – I think that was like a ceiling game for him, you know? Ceiling first half for sure. Uh, what I did take away, DK owners, you still got a flex-worthy player, uh, yeah, low end. Tough. Uh, it's going to be a rough season, but we knew that. We knew that with Geno or Drew Locke, whoever it was going to be. Uh, Tyler Lockett owners, good luck. Yeah, that was pretty beat. Uh, you know, three three receptions on four targets for 28 yards for Lockett. And uh, DK was uh, seven receptions on seven targets for 36 yards, but then he got stripped. He did face some really tough coverage with uh, – Pat Sertain all night, which uh, he played him great. That was that was phenomenal. Yeah, it did, man. Um, Sertain was on him tough, man. You saw DK make some tough catches, the ones that he did make. And, uh, yeah. But it gives you hope because he's not going to go against Sertain every week, you know. So DK nope. will still get his, but it's going to be a rough season. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and the, the two touchdowns from, uh, from Gino went to random tight ends and uh, Disley and Parkinson, so – um, those two, those are those guys aren't. They're not. They shouldn't be on your radar as far as picking up and starting. That was just kind of fluky. Uh, oh, so you're saying you didn't start the tight end five, Will Disley? No, I didn't. <laughs> I didn't start the tight end five. Unreal, man. I know. I know. The, the list of names behind him is incredible. Right. Um, but yeah, no, I didn't start him, and uh, I didn't start uh, Albert O. I mean, he had a. a, a a decent night considering he was taking a lot of flack in the preseason. I think he was, I think he had five receptions of uh, for six targets and 33 yards, um, which I mean, if you're picking up Albert O, like that's kind of like what you're hoping to get out of him. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You'll take that every day, man. You know, um, what we got, what we're looking forward to man tonight, man, with the waivers, with the waivers, we are looking at, uh, I mean, let's go with the quarterbacks. I mean, the, you know, you're in a situation. I mean, who are you looking at? Well, unfortunately, I'm one of those guys that has Dak on multiple rosters. So, right now, the leader in the clubhouse is Carson Wentz. He's only rostered in 24% of leagues. Nice. And he looked he looked amazing this week, man. He threw four touchdowns. And what I like most, he spread it around. It was, wasn't was just Terry McLaurin. Actually, went to Terry the least yep. out of the receivers. He went to uh, Curtis Samuel a lot. Jahan Dotson got two touchdowns. Terry got a touchdown late. So I like to see it, man. And he went to the tight end a little bit, threw it to Gibson a fair amount. So that's uh, the leader in the clubhouse for me. After that, I'm going to go with the guy he's playing against, Jared Goff. And then after that, Marcus Mariota with the rushing upside. Yeah, man, I'm I'm, I'm a fan of all those. Um, I think that, uh, somebody also like if Trevor Lawrence is on the waivers, um, you know, he if if you know ATM doesn't drop, you know, one of those uh, touchdown passes, his his day looks a lot better as well. So um, yeah, man, that's that's a, that's a good list right there. You know, what I mean, if you're in a pinch, um, I like that stuff. Uh, let's go. On, let's move on to running back. Running backs. Uh, the number one is pretty clear to me with Elijah Mitchell going down. Jeff Wilson's got to be scooped up. He's ro- rostered right now in 13% of leagues, and he should be the number one until Elijah Mitchell get back. And it's looking like he could miss up to six to eight weeks. So 
you could ride him for a while. Not nearly as ta- talented as a running back, but he'll be serviceable. What you think, man? Yeah, I think that Jeff Wilson, if he's on waivers, he's the guy. And also, if he's not on waivers, somebody already picked him up just because, you know, they were sketched out about Elijah Mitchell's health, then I still think that you should take a, a flyer on uh, TDP. That's uh, Tyrion Davis-Price. And uh, also take a look into uh, uh, the other kid, Mason. Um, you know, the, uh, Jeff Wilson, he doesn't really, you know, he may be the lead back, but he doesn't really look as explosive as he once did, you know, two years ago. And, you know, they did draft uh, TDP and, you know, last year. Or so, I mean, I'm, I'm kind of wondering if they're going to kind of, you know, see what the deal is. I mean, they're going against the Seahawks this week. Uh, you know, that I'm interested to see who, who kind of, who kind of, you know, bursts out of the gate, you know, you know, taking control of that backfield. I mean, they're, they're going to give it to Wilson first. So, like you know, like you said, if he's on waivers, definitely pick him up. But um, you know, if you if for any reason you have any room and you know you're you're you have any sort of knowledge of the San Francisco backfield, I think that you know the other guys are definitely worth a flyer. Definitely, and I mean, you can also if you got room on your roster, just pick up Jeff Wilson if somebody's lacking, especially the San Francisco owner. Yeah, and you can use that as trade bait later. Maybe you need to tighten up your tight end position. You got Jeff Wilson plus, uh, we'll say, uh, Albert O. And the Mitchell owner is panicking, and he has somebody, Dalton Schultz, Mark Andrews. Package it up, throw it at him, and see what happens. Yeah, why not, right? Yeah. Create the discussion, at least. For sure. Um, Any other running backs that you could be looking at? Uh. Maybe Tyler Algier with uh, Damian Wilson or yeah, Damian Williams getting hurt. We don't know the timeline on his injury yet, but he right. will miss time. Cordero, clear number one, but Tyler Algier should get a, a lot of carries himself. So other than that, it's kind of scarce at running back right now. But fortunately, there wasn't that many injuries really this week. Yeah, I would I would just keep an eye on, you know, Jalen Warren and Rashad White. I, you know, maybe not pick them up this week, but definitely – you know, keep your ear to the grindstone when it comes to, um, you know, the the reports out about, you know, uh, Leonard Fournette's health and uh, Najee Harris's health. I know Najee said he's going to be okay this week, but, um, you know, I'm just, you know, we saw Lenny come up a little lame and we saw, you know, and Najee took himself out. So those are two guys I definitely would just, you know, put a, put a star next to and just, you know, pay attention to. For sure, especially if you are uh, Fournette and um, Najee owners, definitely keep an eye on that. Yeah, heavy run games as well. Like you definitely want to, you know, beat the crowd to them. Um, if anything were to happen to the other guys, for sure. Yeah, well, a lot of week one wide receiver does though. There are a ton more waiver options at that position, man. Who you like? Yeah, yeah, there is a lot. I mean, um, me personally, I, I, I mean, Curtis Samuel has to be has to be up there. Um, I would understand if you were looking at Zay Jones. I mean, he had nine targets, I think, or something like that. So. And three of those targets were red zone targets. Love to see it. Yeah. I mean, you know, so those are two guys I'd, you know, I'd be looking at. Um, you know, I think Robbie Anderson had a nice week. Who were you looking at? Uh, definitely not Robbie Anderson, though. <laughs> you know how I feel about the, the quarterback situation there. Yeah. Uh, Curtis Samuel, Jahan Dotson, both top of the list for me. Uh, depending on the health of Keenan Allen, he's looking like he might miss the Thursday nighter. Uh, Josh Palmer has to be on your radar. 
Yeah. Tennessee, Kyle Phillips. He got a ton of looks. He had, uh, I believe, nine targets. And it looked he looked to be Ryan Tannehill's first read. So I would definitely keep an eye on him. Yeah, I think that, you know, there was something to, to see there. Anytime that the Tennessee Titans are going to face a team that's going to bring pressure, he's going to be looking for Kyle Phillips. Definitely. You know, that was def- – I mean, that was like – it was plain as day. You know, that was – you know, anytime there was somebody in his face, Kyle Phillips was the go-to guy there. So, yeah, he, he I think he's he's a, a potential um, – his potential is great. So, um, we'll see what happens with him. Um, you know, because Traylon, you know, he got a couple of looks, but uh, – a couple of targets, but it wasn't anything significant. So, um, yeah, I like that. I mean, if Devin Duvernay is there, I think you should keep an eye on him. I don't know if you should really – I don't know if you should definitely pick him up this week. Um, if you have the room and you you know you got nobody to drop and you're you know you have this you just it's a no brainer I guess you can add him but um, just keep an eye on him you know see see how see how his, his chemistry continues with Lamar Jackson what do you think of him uh, I I do the same man the low passing pie with Baltimore we know that but uh, Devin Duvernay is always a threat to get a touchdown so keep an eye on him I still like Bateman as their number one it was weird the way that game shook out. But, um, yeah, man, keep an eye on them. You never know. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And, uh, all right, so let's move on to the tight ends. Um, one name here I want to ask you about that is kind of being, you know, uttered and muttered throughout the uh, the fantasy football community, Taysom Hill. So, with Taysom, he's still – he, had, you know, he scored a lot of points. But he still only played like 17% of snaps. So I'm not really interested in him unless I'm in a just an awful tight end position. He's going to get probably five carries a game. So you always got that goal line, could get in there and get a touchdown. But you're never going to get the, you know, the Andrews and Kelsey type performances out of him. He's just not that. Um, I wouldn't use my waiver priority on him or a ton of fab. But if you have say, uh, Austin Hooper at tight end, yeah, entertain it. Would you start the next guy on this list, on the waiver list, Gerald Everett over Taysom Hill? Gerald Everett is set up nicely. And even better if uh, Keenan Allen does miss time. I love Gerald Everett going forward. Yeah, I think that's a a smart little play right there. And uh, another guy on there who I see is not really, uh, you know, too heavily rostered is Tyler Higbee. Tyler Higby got a ton of looks, especially if they're in a losing game script. They won't be this week, but uh, he definitely is a permanent fixture in that offense. And uh, Matt Stafford loves him. I think uh, Tyler Higby could do really, really well while they're still trying to figure out how they're going to use Allen Robinson. I got a name for you. Uh, So with T. Higgins going through the concussion protocol, there's still a chance that he won't play. You know, all concussions are created. You know, they're not. I know where you're going. I like it. So sneaky play, sneaky pickup if you're in a desperate situation. Hayden Hurst, big target, great hands, great player. And Joe Burrow gets it to him. So keep an eye on him. If you got, you know, Austin Hooper or somebody of that caliber, I would definitely start Hayden Hurst over them, especially if T. Higgins misses time. I like it, man. That's definitely – Definitely a good little list right there. I mean, Taysom Hill, I don't know how I feel about him. Um, I mean, 15 – I think he played like 15 snaps or something like that, right? Yeah, yeah, um, nothing major at all. 
it's weird though because like when he's in the game, he makes you know, he's, he's he's involved. So it's like if you told me that every time you know uh, Logan Thomas was in the game, that he was gonna get the ball, right? It's like you know if he plays 15 snaps, but he gets the ball 10 of those 15 snaps. Well, that's better than a guy getting the ball seven times for playing, you know, 50 snaps. Yeah, and, it, you know, keep an eye on Kamara. If Kamara misses time, then Taysom Hill is definitely going to have a bigger role. They'll put him in the backfield or they'll run their reverses with him. They're going to do a lot more tricky stuff with him. So that could uh, definitely sway my decision also. Yeah, no, def- definitely tricky. I mean, I'm, I'm – I- I really have no idea how to feel about Taysom Hill. I've, I've, you know, we went through it. What was it last year, or maybe the year before that, where nobody had any any idea what to do with him with his uh, his uh, his position designation. So, um, you know, I don't see him playing quarterback at all. But if they're going to put him in the Wildcat as you know the tight end, then he's going to be around the goal line. And and if you know the reports are true that Alvin Kamara is dealing with some sort of rib injury, I mean, this just makes everything really messy and. You know, I'm trying hard to stay away from it, but if, you know, like Taysom Hill could be that cheat code tight end, I don't know. It definitely, you know, it gives you more options in that in that slot where there's really only three good, reliable tight ends, it seems like. Uh, another name to keep an eye out for, Cole Komet owners. Me and you both got a little bit of Cole Komet stock. Yeah. yeah. Uh, if the Cole Komet owner is panicking, buy low on him. Uh, that game was disgusting the field was a swamp he won't get another goose egg that 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 was an anomaly don't panic about that if you have Cole Komet I still feel comfortable starting him every week leaving him in my lineup but if the Cole Komet owner is sweating a little bit throw something at him see if you can pluck him away who are you starting this week Cole Komet or Gerald Everett Gerald Everett the game the game I love it that you know they they got a huge matchup huge over under Keenan Allen is probably going to miss that game or could be on a on a pitch count. Gerald Everett should get a ton of work. Yeah, I like him, man. I definitely – I have Everett on a couple of teams. And uh, just as, you know, that back end, you know, backup tight end. And, I mean, if there's going to be a time to start him and feel good about it, you know, coming off of, uh, you know, three reception for four – you know, out of four targets with a touchdown, um, now losing Keenan Allen for this week most likely. I think that this is a, a – this is the time that you want to start Gerald Everett. For sure, man. You can't ask for a better situation, honestly. Um, also, if you have Josh Palmer, just get him in your lineup. Yeah, Josh Palmer, I saw that his 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 point projection um, is almost 13 in, in PPR leagues. So um, they have some pretty high expectations for him this week as well. Yeah. DeAndre Carter taking a flyer. Not yet. Not if, if Keenan's out, no? Yeah, yeah. If Keenan's out, then it's between DeAndre Carter and Josh Palmer. I lean Josh Palmer. Yeah. But I don't think DeAndre Carter, if especially if Keenan doesn't miss significant time, I don't think he'll have that type of setup again, really. I think that DeAndre Carter will only be relevant if Mike Williams does, you know, has a game like he had last game. Yeah. Exactly. You know what I mean? Mike Williams will not shit the bed like that week in and week out. It's just – I think it's a pressure thing. I think that, that you know, again, um, Herbert didn't have enough time to let those routes develop fully. And uh, there wasn't just – you know, 
they they just don't use Mike Williams enough with those short little uh you know short little slants and stuff like that anymore. So I think that anytime they're gonna face a you know a, a good defense again, you know what I mean? Like the, the, it's gonna be Mike Williams that suffers. Definitely. You know, but Keenan's out now. So I mean, granted, he Mike Williams didn't get all the uh the targets that everybody was looking for. But I mean, like you said, I, I definitely don't think that it's going to that's gonna be a, a trend. Right. Another thing to keep an eye out for, uh, if you're in a regular waiver system and you don't want to risk losing your waiver priority, look at what time your waivers run. Uh, my main league, it runs at 3 a.m. So I set an alarm and I wake up at 3 a.m. after waivers ran. If you don't want to blow your priority and put in that waiver claim after the waivers run, then go and get your guys. Yeah. I'm going to be doing that in the morning. I'm going to set my alarm for 3 a.m. I'm going to wake up after everything's run. Because keep in mind, I just lost, lost Dak Prescott. Yep. Go on there, and if nobody claimed uh, Carson Wentz, then I'm going to hurry up and get him before everybody else wakes up. Yeah, I like that, man. That's a good idea. That's good advice. And, uh, yeah, that's the thing. I mean, you know, and when it comes to, to, to waivers, if you are in a, you know, a fab situation where you guys have, you know, $100 or $200, I mean – um, I don't know. I mean, when it comes to your quarterback, I think that you definitely gotta you gotta spend. You know, make sure you get your guy. You don't want to be left in the wind without a quarterback. Definitely. You know what I mean. So definitely do what you got to do with your with your with your budget with those guys. But um, when it comes to the other guys, you know, I mean, Curtis Samuel, he really did show that he's going to be. You know, if he stays healthy, that he's going to be a pretty significant part of the offense and. You know, I wouldn't I wouldn't feel bad for for paying up for him, but the rest of the guys, I mean, like just you know, don't go don't go nuts, you know, blowing your whole stash on him. No, not at all. I feel like you got a little bit of flexibility this week. I feel like you got three different decent options on the waiver wire. I'll go Carson Wentz, Jared Goff, Marcus Mariota in that situation. Uh Mariota, I like him better after this week. They got a tough matchup, but his rushing floor, his rushing ability should give him a pretty decent floor. Yeah, yeah, I agree, definitely. Um, all right, so as far as waivers, I think I think we covered a lot of the people. I mean, Ty Montgomery, people are saying he might get some run, but I don't I'm know. not impressed. Yeah, I mean, that, that, is, that offense alone, I'm not trying to have too many pieces at all. Yeah, I mean, I'm. I, I was surprised with Mondre's usage, but I guess I mean I don't know, man. I you know that I don't want to really be too involved. In that I mean I'm I'm big on Mondre for dynasty, but for redraft, I think it's going to be really really hard to gauge for this season when he's going to have his um you know his his blow up games, and I think a lot of it depends on the health of Damian Harris. It does. He's the, still the clear number one. Uh, we thought that. Ramondre would just take over that James White role and get all the receiving work. But yep. it's looking like they're going to split that between him and Ty Montgomery, which it just it makes one of those situations where you just got to fade it. Yeah, and then they also have somebody like J.J. Taylor waiting in the wings. Yeah. Um, at any point, they could bring him up. Um, you know, I think I think he's still on you know on the roster. I don't know if they, they put him down on the practice squad. I have no idea. I mean, they got uh, the kid uh, uh, Pierre Strong as well that they wanted to have for the, uh, for that James white role. Um, <clears throat> yeah, it's just, it's just not something that you really want to be too involved with right now. So as far as Tom Montgomery, I'd definitely be pumping the brakes on him right now. 
Definitely. Um, but yeah, I think that we covered the uh, the waivers pretty well. Um, you want to talk about this this Chargers Chiefs game? Let's get into it, man. That's going to be a hell of a matchup. Who you like? Yeah, man. Honestly, I think that the I mean, they have Kansas City as the favorite, given four and a half points. Um, the Chiefs played really well against the Cardinals, but the Chargers played really well against the Raiders, given that, you know, they had to pivot, you know, with their game plan a couple of times. So um, missing Keenan Allen's a big deal. So I'm going to have to give it to the Chiefs for this week. Do you think they cover the four and a half, though? Uh. Yes, I do. I think that Justin Herbert throws an interception late in the game. Wow. And they they fail to uh, – I, I don't think it's going to be like a, a field goal type of situation. I think it'll be like, a, you know, they're down five and they have to come in and, uh, you know, score the touchdown. So, I think that Kansas City wins it by five or six points. I think I got to agree with you, man. Kansas City looked really good. Just starting to throw it more to the backs. Um, Thursday night rule for me is I always take the home team, man. Okay. Um, the over-under, 54 and a half is pretty high, but, I mean, look at who's playing. They could get it done. Yep. So I'll definitely go over there. Um, I could definitely see the Chargers covering, but I don't know. Keenan Allen's a tough loss. Yeah, I mean, without him, you know, that's 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 their guy. Uh, you know, as, you know that's Justin Justin Herbert's guy. So I mean, um, you know Josh Palmer definitely he's going to be asked to step up big time. I, you know, I, I really do think he's going to be he's going to they're going to ask the world of him. And I, you know what, I'm I'm sure I'm sure the kid welcomes it. So, um, you know, if he's heavily involved, they get him involved early, then I think the Chargers definitely have a chance to to pull the upset. But if they can't develop you know any sort of chemistry early in that first quarter with any of the wide receivers. Um, going to be a long night for the Chargers. Definitely. Another thing to keep a lot lookout for on your lineup, get your Chargers and your Chiefs into their actual roles, not in the flex positions. You want to have that flexibility going into the weekend. Yeah. Yeah. But how, how do you think that uh, Austin Eckler is going to fare against the Chiefs defense? Oh, I think he'll do great. I think he'll yeah. do great. I think he'll – I think week one was uh, nothing to panic about. He's still Eckler. He'll still be great. They'll still get on the ball in numerous ways. They'll throw it to him. He'll get the rushing work. And he'll be going against a lot worse rushing defense this week. So I expect him to do well. Yeah, I am I was a little concerned. Not I'm not saying I'm, I'm concerned with how he's – like his usage throughout the season. Um you know, I just – I mean, to see, you know, that many attempts for 36 yards, I think it was, I was just like, okay. You know what I mean? Like, that's – you know, usually he, he busts out, busts through. I know the Raiders' defense line is really good. Um, but I just hope that – you know, I hope he hasn't lost any juice. You know, he's getting up there. I'm not really worried. We saw a lot of big-name big, big name players have a shit week one. Look at Derrick Henry. Look at Alvin Kamara. Look at Zeke Elliott. I mean, it, it was it – was, the whole league, honestly. Yeah, yeah. The, 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 but also, you know, of course, you know, as an Austin Eckler owner, you have, like, the typical overreaction, you know, Monday or whatever it is, you know what I mean? And you start trying to dissect everything, and I'm just, like, you know, looking at it. I'm like, you know what? You know what stands out out of all these running backs? The, you know, 15 for 36 or whatever it was. I'm like, holy Christmas. I'm like, all right, okay. Is that, is that Boston Scott numbers? Right. You know, and it, 
maybe that should let you know how everybody else is feeling. So yeah. if everybody has the same sentiments as you, go after them. Right. Yeah. No, yeah. honestly, yeah. The, the guy, the one guy in the league that has him, he has uh, Austin Eckler and he has Saquon Barkley as his uh, RB2. Jesus Christ. Nice little. Yeah. And he, he got T. Higgins. Uh, he has Joe Burrow and T. Higgins as his, uh, his, um, Quarterback, you know his little, his little stack over there. So he's got he's got a nice little team, but uh, you know he just won too. So he's 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 one to know in the league. Um, so he's yeah he's got a nice little run over there. So um, yeah, man, Austin Eckler, you know, big fans. You know, he, he, I have him on another team, not in that league, obviously. But hopefully he gets back on track and does the things he's supposed to do. You know what I mean? But what about Ceh? Oh, I'm starting Ceh with full confidence. They showed me something last week. Uh... They're going to mix it up with him. They're going to throw it to him a little bit more. And he got a little bit of work in the uh, red zone around the goal line. So I am definitely completely okay starting him. I would consider starting him over a Najee this week. He has a tough matchup, and he's already a little banged up. Maybe he's on the pitch count. We don't know. I Full full goal with CH for me. How you feel about it? Yeah, honestly, I think that if they're going to be consistent with that approach that they showed week one, um, I'm, I have no problem starting CH, you know, week in and week out. Um, I'm, I'm a little, you know, today I was thinking about it and I said, I'm a little, you know, a little hesitant to really believe that they're going to stick with that. But, um, you know, they, you know, it was just week one, but they seemed like they liked that. And it was successful, so there's really no reason not to believe it. But um, you know, for some reason, I'm just you know they got they got Pacheco in there, and you know Jarek McKinnon got some work, and I'm just like, all right, you know. You I know, think was, that could be more or less the way the game went. It was a blowout early, so you yeah. Know, let's not wear them out. We don't have to. They could damn near treat it like a preseason game. Yeah. Yeah, I, I I was I was thinking about those things, you know what I mean? It was definitely something on my mind and uh you know, I'm I'm looking forward to see how they use him on Thursday. Uh you know, because they you know, the Chargers defensive line um is no joke and they're going to need to uh you know, get the ball out early and if CEH is going to be that guy, then he could have he could have a really nice game against the Chargers on Thursday night. I can't wait, man. Yeah, so you so you think you think that 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 uh the over is gonna be hit, huh? I do. Both teams can really explode. This could be a shootout. Yeah, I, I, honestly, Justin Herbert, he's such a competitor, you know. Yeah, let's go 35-32. Chiefs. I like it. Yeah, I think that's something. That's I'm thinking something similar. I was thinking maybe. Uh, yeah, around there. You know what I mean? 33, 28, you know, something like that. Yeah, now give me a couple uh, couple points for one. I got still in one of those leagues where you got a kicker, you know, and a defense. So, Dustin Hopkins, give me a few points. There we go. Let's, let's roll. Dustin Hopkins. Yeah, honestly, I, like, I have uh, Harrison Butker on the team, and I don't know if he's going to be rolling. So, I'm really stressing out about, you know, f- filling that position. Yeah. I'm thinking Young Huku. Yeah, he's a sniper, man. And I, I love getting kickers that play in a dome, too. So, I would definitely go that route. Young Hu. Yeah, man, he's a legend, too. Yes, sir. 
What happened to the goggles, dude? Uh, uh, what's his name? Rodrigo. He Blankenship. really choked this weekend, man. He really choked. He had one that potentially could have won the game for him, and instead they ended up in a tie. Yeah, man. All that, all the goggles fame got to his head. I think so, man. Maybe it was a little foggy under there. Oh my gosh, bro! He's got to, he's got to let the, you know, he's got to let the steam out. Yeah, man. Um. Ah, right, yeah. Well, I mean, we covered, we covered the Chargers, Chiefs. That's that. Got the waivers in. Um. That's pretty much that, man. Yeah, man. Good show. Guys, thank you so much for coming in. Hey, everybody. Thanks for tuning in, man. Have a safe day. League Legends Fantasy Football.